This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for February 23rd, 2014. The Gospel is taken from the book of Matthew, chapter 5, verses 38 through 48. The message is by Father Ron Baird. Today, um, we've been reading the Sermon on the Mount in the lectionary, and today we come to the climax of the Sermon on the Mount, where Jesus sort of boils all of it down into one pithy little sentence so that we can remember it. So if you want to know what all that stuff means, it's pretty simple. He says, be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. You all got that covered, right? How do you do that? I mean, how do you be perfect? I mean, it's almost... And the antithesis of what it means to be human, isn't it? I mean, we always say nobody's perfect. Um, but if you think about it, we oftentimes, when we say, when do you say nobody's perfect? Let me ask you that. Yeah, when, when I make a mistake, I say nobody's perfect. Occasionally, if somebody I like makes a mistake, I say, oh, don't worry about it, nobody's perfect. But it's always an excuse, isn't it? But it's interesting that, that is it really okay to say that, now, does that mean, is that what that means? That nobody's perfect, so it doesn't really matter that we messed up? You know, so if you flunk your algebra exam, is it okay to say, well, nobody's perfect? You still don't know algebra, do you? But the other thing that we oftentimes do um, with perfection is we go, well, you know, I'm no better, no worse than anybody else. You know, everybody makes mistakes as though somehow or other that excuses it. A lot of times we'll look at it, and it reminds me of the kids who come home and say, can I go do this? And you go, no. And they go, well, Jimmy's mom and dad are letting him do it. You know, so who cares? <laughs> I mean, go live with Jimmy's mom and dad then. I mean, or else we don't do that. But all too often what we look at in, in terms of perfection is that it's an unattainable goal, so there's really no point in making the effort anyway. You know, just do your best at things and don't worry about the rest of it. But really, that doesn't work, does it? I mean, think about this. What if you went to buy a new car? And you go onto the lot and you see a, a great car, you really like the car a lot, except it's got this dent in the side of it. And the salesman says, what do you think? You want to take it home? Say, well, but it's got a dent on the side of it. And he goes, well, no car's perfect. What would you do? You wouldn't buy the car? But, but, but I asked for money off. How much are you going to give Well, nothing, because no, no car's perfect. They're all like that. It's just when you happen to see. <laughs> and so we know that less than perfection is not a good thing. And yet sometimes it seems that we more and more in our life just sort of settle for the less than perfection. What Jesus is trying to talk about here is in the whole Sermon on the Mount, as he's talking with the 5,000 disciples included, and us, is that what is it that the kingdom of God looks like? What is it that when you live in the kingdom of God, be it in now or, or the future, you know, when it finally comes in its fullness, what does that look like? And it looks like things like you know, if your right eye offends you, pluck it out. And it looks like things that say, if, you know, someone comes up and slaps you on your right cheek, offer them the left one to slap too. It looks like love your enemies. You know, don't just do good things to your friends. You know, and those seem so unattainable to us. 
You know, it says, if anybody asks to borrow from you or to beg from you, don't deny them. Give them whatever they want. You know, and, and yet, for us today, we'd look at that and go, I don't see how you could survive in the world if you did that. How would you make it? And yet, one of the things that Jesus is telling us is, that's how far this world is from the kingdom of God. Because in the kingdom of God, your strength doesn't come from your possessions. Your security doesn't come from your income or your you know, the things that you have or your home or anything, it comes from God. And he provides. And we have gotten so far away from that that we don't even understand it. But the standard is still the same because the truth is, is that you cannot enter the kingdom of God unless you're perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. And if you think about it, that's a good thing. Because while I would prefer that my imperfections were allowed into heaven, I'm not real keen about yours. You know, because yours sometimes annoy me. And so, you know, if your imperfection is somehow or other bothersome to me, I don't want that to be in heaven with me. I put up with that for eternity. You know, I want you to be perfect. But when I look at myself, I begin to think differently about it. Well, so how do we get there? How do we attain this perfection that God calls us to? How can we possibly be perfect as God called us to be perfect? Well, first of all, you have to take a look at the word. If I ask you, if I say to you, you have to be perfect, what does that mean to you? Flawless, don't make mistakes. That's not what this word means, interestingly enough. The Greek word that's being used here is teleos, which you probably never heard of unless you studied philosophy, in which case you might have heard of teleology. But what it really means is complete, actually being what it was that it was created to be. And so you have to kind of imagine that you know, when Michelangelo wanted to carve David out of marble, you know, what would happen if he walked up to the marble? You know, remember he said that, that, that David was inside, he just had to release him? Actually, we walked up and said, well, that doesn't look at all like David. So what's the point of that? And then walked away. We never would have had it. You know, it, it's not something that is just like, boom, and there you are. But what he had to do was chisel away at it little by little. Now, do you think he got it done in two weeks? What do you think it looked like in two weeks? It might have had the form of a person, maybe, if he was lucky. <laughs> if he worked day and night, I guess. But it would take a long time. But what if he had said, well, gee, man, this thing still doesn't look like David. What, what would be the point? But let me ask you, was, was the... Was the marble doing anything wrong? 